This Quarter Life podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hi everyone, thanks for joining us for episode three today. We have got a really fun episode planned for you all as we're going to be talking all things Project Van. I am so excited to share with you how we came about this wild decision to convert a completely bare van into an off-grid camper because we have learned so much along the way and we are still learning so much about ourselves and each other and doing things that we didn't know how to do. And that's going to be the main focus of today's episode, how to push yourself to step outside your comfort zone to do something totally new that you're not already experienced in. We're going to look into the best mindset to have for stepping into a new project and how to actually ask for help when you need it. So why did we decide to do this whole van thing? Well, like a lot of people, we were craving travel after two years of some very long lockdowns. And we'd also been watching a very addictive YouTube series called Gone with the Winds, which is about a couple living on board their catamaran who decided to go traveling around the world with their two cats, all while we were stuck watching this from our couch. And that's how we got the itch. We turned to each other one day and we just said, what if we did that? Maybe not a catamaran around the world, but what about a van trip around our own country? Now, according to Body and Soul magazine, research suggests that one in 10 young people aged 18 to 35 have actually quit their jobs this year in search of travel and adventure. And on top of that, 70% are hoping to change their career paths. And now if that's you, I definitely recommend listening to last week's episode on heading back to uni and taking those sideways shifts in our careers or study. Now, this urgency for adventure has actually been encouraged by psychologists as it provides an opportunity to learn key life skills and learn so much more about your unique self. Kane and I both had solo travel adventures when we were younger, well before we met, and we both agree that these opportunities were so important for us to grow into the people we are today. And now we're ready to throw caution to the wind and do it all again. And we can't wait to grow and learn about ourselves even more. So with those statistics that I mentioned before in mind, maybe that's something you need to get through your quarter life crisis. Maybe not a full year of living out of a backpack and hiking through foreign countries, but even heading out on a short trip on your own to experience what it's like to plan and make hard decisions or solve challenges on your own could be really beneficial. The feeling you come back with is unimaginable and you realize you can actually take on anything you put your mind to. This particular ideology brings me to the mindset that we've stuck to while building our van and planning our own adventure. Now, you've probably heard of this thing called growth mindset. And look, when I first heard of it, I thought it sounded a bit fluffy, but then I actually looked into it and really dove right into what it meant. And I realized it's actually something that most of us are trying to practice without maybe even realizing it. Now, growth mindset revolves around the idea that dedication and hard work are at the center of achievement. 
and that not being able to do something already should not be a barrier to actually achieving it. People with this kind of mindset, they accept setbacks as learning opportunities as they know that success can take time. Now, obviously, this mindset is the complete opposite to a fixed mindset, which relates to the thought patterns of, I can't do it, so I'm not even going to try. Fixed mindsets prevent us from taking on challenges because we fear setbacks and we think that we shouldn't try new things because we don't have all the skills needed to achieve them. Now, imagine if everyone was stuck in a fixed mindset. We wouldn't change our jobs or try new things or even push ourselves into study or learning something new. I think the key thing to note when stepping into a growth mindset is knowing that achieving and doing does not and should not come easily. Effort is key to achieving when we sit in a growth mindset. Have you ever tried something new or pushed yourself to do something, spent a whole lot of time working on it, experienced some setbacks, but you haven't given up and then you finally succeeded? How incredible is that feeling of success compared to the feeling when you succeed at something that you know how to do and have done a thousand times? Now, even though I like to think I'm very good at practicing a growth mindset in most things I do now, especially the things that I've mentioned in this podcast already, I can think of one definite thing that I still hold a fixed mindset towards, and that is running. I hate running because I'm not good at it, so I don't like to do it and I avoid it at all costs. And notice how I said I'm no good at it. I find that so interesting because To be honest, I only ever try it once and then decide that it's not for me because I can't run five kilometers in my first go. So I decide to never do it again. I know that kind of thinking is really unhelpful and it's not going to get me to run 5Ks. And to make it worse, I don't actually want to go for a run again because I'm fixated on the idea that I'm going to look bad and not be able to run very far and that all the other people running around me will judge me and think of me as a failure. Now, that is such typical fixed mindset thinking. So here's how I'm going to change my mindset. And I can't believe I'm doing this, but I am going to set myself the task of changing my fixed mindset into a growth mindset and giving running another go. I know that I don't have all the skills yet to run 5Ks, but I'm going to put in the effort, set achievable goals, accept that I might not always be able to reach those goals and see how I go. Because according to the ideology behind a growth mindset, effort accounts for 65% of success and skill only accounts for 35%. So stay tuned and I'll see if I can update you all on my progress throughout this series. All right, let's get back to van talk. I guess you're probably wanting to know about the reality of building a van, seeing as I'm talking all this stuff about mistakes and failures and growth mindset. So far, our van build has been a slow and not so steady process. We discovered very quickly that our original timeline was way off, way off. And everything typically takes about four times as long as you planned for. Now, this is mostly because we are learning how to do each step as we go, as I mentioned before. We've had to make sacrifices and adapt because of changing budgets. We had to work around injuries, which put a pause on any work for a significant amount of time. We've made mistakes. We've had to fix them. We've realized after prepping an area for a big install that we couldn't go ahead because we'd bought the wrong tool. And this has actually happened more than once. We've Googled things to no avail. And honestly, we've had moments of what on earth are we doing? 
But alongside these times, we have been able to celebrate so many little achievements. And we're still going and working towards our final goal of fitting out this entire van. We've cut holes in our van all by ourselves and oh my goodness, that is terrifying. We've installed roof fans and windows, completely insulated our van and we've built the frames for the shower, the bed and now we're starting on the kitchen. And when we actually sit back and look at all this, we are stoked. These are the moments that make the whole process so worth it and we feel the urge to keep going. We've got a very long way to go, but we are so excited with where we're at. Now, we've had a few times where we've gone, nope, we cannot do this with just the two of us. So we've had to ask for help. But how do we ask for help? Pretty simply, actually. We don't rely on our friends and family, but we are so lucky to be surrounded by people with knowledge and skills that blow us away. Now, that's not to say that asking the people around us for advice or a hand comes naturally. It has been said that most of us don't ask for help for a few reasons. We're either scared of looking too needy or we're ashamed of being viewed as incompetent. But mostly, we've been taught that we need to be independent in order to succeed or show that we've really made it. Now, when it comes to this, we need to first accept that it's okay to not have it all worked out. And it's also not expected of us to know everything about everything or have the skills needed to do every single task that ever existed, that's simply just not possible for anyone. Now, we should actually be proud of ourselves when we do ask for help, because we are smart enough to realize when we can't actually do something. That's why we have professionals for certain things, right? And in our case, we had to learn that some things weren't actually safe for us to do on our own because we didn't have the skills or qualifications we needed to do them properly. And I guess it's interesting when we align asking for help and using our growth mindset to try something new. But through a growth mindset, we shouldn't see asking for help as a sign of giving up or failing. It's actually the complete opposite. By asking for help, you've actually found and taken that next step to achieve your greater goal. The concept of asking for help has actually made me think of another aspect of my life, and that is mental health. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, I am a perfectionist. So the idea of me not being able to do something perfectly the first time, even when using a growth mindset, is honestly really challenging for me. I get really irritated at myself when I make even the simplest of mistakes. And honestly, I do take my own criticism of myself to heart. Now, it's important for everyone to know that perfectionism is such a common trait and it often comes alongside anxiety, which is something that I have been diagnosed with. Now, I'm going to be very open about my anxiety throughout this podcast series because the things that I can share are things that have helped me so much through my most challenging times. And most importantly, hearing these things made me feel like I wasn't alone. I also don't want to act like everyone and everything should just work out fine and go swimmingly. And if you just jump in and say, yeah, I'm going to do it, because even though I really admire that optimism and bravery, it really doesn't come easily to us all. Now, I also want to state very, very importantly that I am not a professional. I will always encourage conversations with mental health experts like psychologists because they are the ones who can provide the appropriate personalized support if that is something that you want or need. 
Now, for me, when it comes to my anxiety and practicing a growth mindset, as I've said, it is hard. But recently, I've been interested in really looking into what failure actually is and why we may need it in our lives, because understanding the why behind things does help me a lot. Now, when we started sharing our plans for our van build with our friends and family, even though we were really, really excited, I was also a bit nervous because by sharing our plans, we had just set really high expectations of ourselves and potentially we had just set ourselves up for failure. What if we didn't get it done the way we had hoped? What if we stumbled across a problem way too big that meant we had to sell up and cancel our plans? The big reason that a lot of us fear failure is because of the way the word has actually been labeled. It has literally been defined as lack of success. So honestly, when we think about how we individually define success for ourselves, it makes it pretty clear why so many of us have grown up with a fear of failure. But what if we started to view failure the way that Flourish Australia has recommended? And instead of seeing it as something that means we shouldn't try again, We need to view it as a necessary pit stop. Each failure is actually getting us closer to the finish line. Now with anxiety, it can be hard to take risks or at least take risks without feeling completely terrified. But I'm learning to embrace trial and error and I'm allowing myself to be okay with not getting it right the first time. Now, I actually want to spend a whole episode talking about my anxiety and how looking after our mental health is the most important of not only navigating through a quarter life crisis, but our regular day to day. Caring for my own mental health is so important to me, and I want to share some strategies that I practice and some experience that I've had, which taught me so much and helped me grow as a stronger individual. So keep on listening away to this podcast series and in a couple of episodes time, we're going to revisit this topic and really get right into it. So as we round out this episode, I guess you're wondering, well, what is to come with this whole van project? Well, first step is to finish the build, of course. We are going to keep learning and keep giving things a go. And although in saying that, we will definitely be getting professional advice and assistance on things like the electrical work and the plumbing but we'll just keep on making it our own and adding our personal touch on everything. And once we get our van to livable condition, we'll be heading out on many, many weekends away all through the summer, which I am very excited for. But that's actually also a strategic choice because our big overall plan is to pack everything up, throw as much as we can in the van, rent out our house and head on a big lap around Australia. Now, this is what we had in mind since day one of even considering this project. We know that this time of our lives is perfect for this opportunity. Before we settle into a forever home and grow our little life together in Melbourne, we want to see more and do more, just the two of us. We want to know more about our country, its history, its landscape, and most importantly, we want to challenge ourselves while we explore. We want to have something to share with our kids one day to show them that they too could do something like this. They ultimately can do anything they set their minds to. Now I'm going to give you some advice for anybody thinking of giving it all up for travel. And as always, my advice is do it. I have mentioned so many positives when it comes to traveling and taking on a new adventure. You may not need to quit your job and give it all up though. I actually plan on continuing to work while we're traveling Australia in our van. 
because this will allow us to continue funding our trip, but it also allows me to continue the work that I really actually enjoy. And I think the change in scenery and the environment I'll be working in will really impact my creative work in a positive way, which I'm really looking forward to. Now, for those who maybe don't want to do the big trip, but you are considering taking on a big expensive project like renovating a van or renovating a house, my advice is also give it a go. Why not? But you've probably heard a few times on this podcast episode that this kind of thing is not easy. It's challenging, it's time consuming, it's expensive, and nothing ever goes to plan, even if you have the best plan in place. But ultimately, you will be able to learn how to problem solve, how to push yourself, and you'll learn so many new skills. And most importantly, you'll be able to utilize that growth mindset. And at the end of it all, you've got something pretty big to be proud of. So I do have a little task for you all today. I want you to think of something that you have always dreamed of doing. Now, you don't need it to be something that you're almost skilled in or something that will be easy to achieve. It really should be something that you can't do or have absolutely no experience in because I want you to say, I can't do that yet. Think about what you would be most afraid of if you were to fail at that the first time and then think about what you could learn or how you could grow if you were to fail the first time. Now, which one is greater and more important to you? Focus on those little milestones that you would need to achieve your greater goal and the processes that you could put in place to get it done. Write it all down if you want to, share it with someone, and then take the first step. Achieve that first milestone or don't. That could actually be your first setback. And then once you've achieved that first milestone, celebrate. Then take the next step or try it again. Like I said, I'm going to be doing this with you as I learn how to run five kilometers. Now, my advice is make sure to take it slow. Acknowledge that you are going to experience setbacks and you're not going to be perfect at it straight away, but put in effort because that is what will help you succeed. Now, for today's quote of the day, I decided to focus on something that will encourage us to take on those challenging projects or ideas. The quote of the day is, If you find a path with no obstacles, it probably doesn't lead anywhere by Frank A. Clarke. This quote is great because it actually shows us that life isn't meant to be filled with easy experiences or simple tasks. And if it is, it's probably pretty dull and uneventful. If you feel an urge to try something new, but you know it's going to be hard to achieve, then that is exactly what you should have a go at. Those challenging projects are the ones that are filled with so many benefits that I've mentioned throughout this podcast episode. And when you finally achieve it, the amount that you will have learnt and grown will allow you to find even more opportunities and do even greater things. Thank you so much to everyone for joining us today. We will be returning for our fourth episode in a fortnight. Now, don't forget to connect with This Quarter Life Podcast's Instagram page at This Quarter Life Podcast and subscribe to the channel to make sure that you never miss an episode. Until next time, bye for now.